0: Right, should we go? Come on, Pete, you're the driver. I don't like this. You're the driver. Like, so basically, just before we get started, we've um, come to the conclusion about where (laughs) our positions lie in the podcast. So, uh, Pete is the driver of the podcast, and I'm the passenger princess. I still don't understand really what that means. Which means I'm sort of holding the map. I get to look at my phone every now and then, like I get to choose the music. You can do not get to
1: choose the music. Uh, yes you I do. To- no, I, no, no, you are the princess. We well, went on a road trip, you're not choosing the music. I'm the princess. Welcome to Staying Relevant, the podcast with me, Pete Wicks, and the King of the Jungle. Sam Thompson. Hello. Do you still want to be referred to? I would like to be. Yes. Okay. okay. I actually nearly wore my shirt in today. Oh, he nearly wore his shirt in. Thank God you didn't, because we've all had enough of that. Uh, I love it now. As you probably guessed, I'm going to be swearing. I've already done it, uh, but I'm still not drinking. Hurrah for me! I'm going to live a long and healthy life. Always got to clap him on that one. Go on, you can do your bit now.
0: You can catch us every single Monday wherever you get your podcast. So that's Apple and basically Spotify. And you can catch us every single Friday on YouTube. What you've got to do is type in at Staying Relevant Podcast and you get to watch the entire thing every single Friday. Or in between that, we've got Instagram and TikTok and Snappy C with the handle at staying relevant and you can see all our best bits which we we post every day we're actually really frequent posters
1: yeah we are sam has already forgotten that we also do a bonus episode oh yeah it comes out every thursday orderly in audially Audibly. audibly 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 um and then every sunday you get the visuals from that so we are monday thursday friday sunday yeah, yeah, Monday, yeah. Thursday, Friday, Sunday. Say it with me. Monday, Monday Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Friday Sunday.
0: Sunday. We got that right? I think I
1: think so. We did. Just wait. We
0: are no longer yeah. the side piece to your week.
1: We are we- no longer garlic bread. We are the main meal. We're
0: the main meal.
1: We are the What would the main meal, if we were a main meal, what would we be? Nando's, double, uh, uh, half chicken medium, no, 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 no. you've missed the question. What? That's not what do you want to eat. Uh, okay. The question is if we were a main meal, what <laughs> would we be? Nando's. Why would we be a Nando's?
0: Because we have spice, and then we have a little bit of uh, halloumi sticks on I the side. I don't think
1: you have any spice in you whatsoever.
0: <laughs> are you joking, mate? I, actually, do you know what? I'm quite a lemon and herb guy. I can understand that. I can. You are
1: just a mild, meek little man. <laughs> meek? Yes.
0: <laughs> You're a meek little man. It's no probably spice. one of the biggest put-downs Pete ever given me in my entire <laughs> life.
1: It's not. This is the podcast. <laughs> Um, so, so, so here we here we are. Uh, why don't you kick us off? Because I, I don't like this driver comparison now. I and really also, do. I listened to last week's episode and I felt like I I really spoke a lot well that's funny because the numbers are bigger
0: than they've ever been after last week's episode so i think we now understand the hierarchy of the podcast pete's gonna drive it and i'm the passenger princess Please and stop i'm very princess. i'm it makes happy me feel, being it it makes me feel weird um talking about pete being the driver i'll tell you what pete's been doing this week to stay relevant it's been a really big week for the podcast actually really exciting times because we have been discussing the live tour do you want a finger do I want a finger? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'd love one. Yeah. Yes.
1: What's a little chocolate finger between friends? Oh.
0: Um, they're the best bickies as well.
1: Oh, yeah. Sorry, I forget this is a podcast. That is an actual biscuit. Yeah. Yep. Um, Go on, carry on. Well, now I've got all. a fucking biscuit in my mouth too, don't I? Sorry, everyone. All right, just, this is like, uh, what do they call it? That asthma stuff it's where you just chew down there. Asthma. Asthma. <laughs> you know when they do the...
0: the... Yeah, ASMR.
1: Yeah, asthma. Right. Okay, here we go. We'll start from here. What, so, Pete, whoa, actually, whoa, 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 whoa.
0: That actually does sound quite nice. Mm. Does it sound nice in your ears?
1: Mm. It's a good bit of asthma.
0: <laughs> so, this week has been enormous for the podcast. Like, it's, it's been huge because we have been discussing the live tour, the live tour, <laughs> which we're going on. We saw that like, the Palladium in two minutes, yeah. the London Palladium. We're coming to Birmingham.
1: Yeah, Birmingham's a big one. Birmingham, I think, is at 6,000 people. Yeah. Six. There are 6,000 people coming to watch two fucking idiots chaotically prance around a stage. (laughs) And we will be prancing. Sam, why don't you tell everyone what we're doing on the tour?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me start this story out from when we first began the podcast. (laughs) <laughs> oh god we first, here we go
1: fucking Jack Anori with Sam Thompson we
0: first but I never understand it when he says Jack Anori I don't know what it means I don't know what it means Jack Anori is the weirdest name I've ever heard in my life who's called Jack hi my name's Jack
1: Anori no it's not it's not someone's name oh what <laughs> you're joking no do you know what Jack Anori is fuck me it was like a program like Jack it for older people no, it was a kids' program when huh?
0: you were yeah exactly in the nineteen forties when Pete was growing up. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was a post-war. Oh. It's when everyone was trying to get you to eat spam.
1: Oh. <laughs> so when Popeye came up, get yourself involved there, I Charlotte. Oh yeah, post-war. Fucking yeah, you hide behind your laptop. Post-war one. Um, anyway. Jeez, Jesus Christ. But let, but oh, Saffron, but let control me, yourself, woman. But
0: let me control take... Control yourself. Let me take you back. So, we started the podcast a mere year ago. And it took me so long to get Peter James into that hot seat and get that mic warmed up. Anyway, we get him in. And a year later, Pete absolutely loves it. He's all about the podcast now. Staying relevant is in his blood. It's in his bones. And so when we're talking about the live tour... Pete, out of nowhere, has taken it upon himself to write the entire show. So you 6,000 in Birmingham, whatever you watch, you must know that this is purely Pete Wicks, who's suddenly an author (laughs) out of nowhere,
1: has had hours-long meetings. I think because it's it's called a playwright. He's a playwright. I wasn't actually at this meeting. They had this. I just want to point out the reason Sam is saying that is because now... If it's shit, he'll go, well, Pete did that. Yeah. If it's good, I promise you now, I said it last week, everyone's going to go, God, that Sam Thompson, King of the Jungle, he's got a great podcast tour. <laughs> hey, it's that hairy guy.
0: The hairy guy! <laughs> <laughs> Who likes a cider.
1: Yeah, the, the one that was pissed on stage. <laughs> yeah. But
0: Pete's written the whole thing. The inter- We got offered, like, writers. I, I am going to be honest with you, I went, that sounds like something we should probably do. Pete, Pete went, no, I want to write it myself. (laughs) He's never written a thing in his life. We've sold out the Palladium. And do you know what? I'm so here for it. I said to him, Pete, you take this and run with it.
1: So this meeting that we had this week. I wasn't even invited. (laughs) No, Sam was invited. And what happened was last week, I went, remember we got this meeting at two o'clock on Tuesday and he went, what's that for? And he went, oh, you do that. That's literally what you said. You were fully invited and you went, yeah, yeah, I can be on that. And then when we get on the call and I think, Sam it, oh no, Sam's not coming. (laughs) Excellent. So as much as Sam is digging me out for it, Sam is quite happy to be passenger princess in that as well. (laughs) But I have... Been on a call with producer Charlotte over there, and
0: she has told me some brilliant things from this two-hour-long
1: meeting that Pete had about writing the staying relevant live tour. No, I, I just want to point out that so this wasn't about writing the tour. This was with the <laughs> the guy who is helping us logistically and sorting all the other bits and bobs and putting on the tour. Phil McIntyre, they're they're amazing. It was with Charlotte, our producer, and it was within you know all the agents because you know. We were offered some news. It was an update on different things. Blah 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 blah. The actual writing is going to be happening next week. When I say it's going to be happening next week, I've already wrote it. But next week, I'm going to be next week. I'm going to be presenting to Charlotte, where she's going to go. Well, that shit.
0: No, 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 no. I'm there as well. He's doing a PowerPoint, aren't you? When are you doing the PowerPoint?
1: Well, no, I'm I'm not doing a PowerPoint because I've I've wrote it in notebooks.
0: Oh right. (laughs) So, Pete last week basically said to me, he goes, basically, there's going to come a time when the show's like completely done. What I'm going to do is I'm going to sit you down and walk you through the show. And I was like, this is amazing. I have never, ever, ever been walked through anything by Pete in my entire I've always had to walk Pete through everything. i would have been like, so Pete, this is what the podcast is going to be at. Like, please just give me a minute of your time. Pete sits down and goes, oh, for fuck's sake, if I have to. Suddenly, Pete's going, right, so I'm just going to, he's, he's really, really nervous as well. Like, he's really nervous. Bearing in mind, I'm just going to say it again. Pete has written the entire live show. Now, Pete's already name dropped the uh, the guy, so he's like the like the, li- the head of the live company that's like sort of like booking out all these venues for us and, and stuff like that. So I have written here on my notes from producer Charlotte. Pete had a live podcast meeting, and um, the head of the company in charge of it called Pete the Taylor Swift of the podcast world. <laughs> Now, there is a photo. There is a screenshot of Pete joining
1: the, the Zoom meeting. I um just want to point out a couple of things before Sam gets into this. Firstly, not the comparison I was um, I was expecting in 2024, but me and Taylor have a lot in common. Secondly, I also didn't realise, and I presume that's you, Charlotte, who was taking what screenshots that you have now sent to Sam. <laughs> I, I'm i going to tell you now before we get these screenshots, which I haven't fucking seen. So good. I wasn't well, all right? So... I did look a little bit like Gollum in a hoodie whilst being compared to Taylor Swift. <laughs> no,
0: it's the second one. It's sec- okay, so basically, we're going to put these on the socials, by the way. But so basically, so Pete joins a Zoom, and any Zoom that he joins, is always like, like, struggles with the tech, and he's like, all oh, right, what's going on, have, everyone? It mutes itself. So on the first screenshot, as you're about to see Exhibit A, he turns up to the Zoom, he's pissed off, he's got his beanie on, and he's shivering. He's cold, and he doesn't really want to be there, right? About a minute in, the, the head of the live company go, compares Pete to the Taylor Swift of the podcast world to then exhibit B.
1: Show me this, which you think.
0: will see. It's Pete holding a glass of wine, <laughs> leaning back, and as what I can only presume is going. Mm, yes, yes. Now I can see that <laughs> he's so smug. I've never seen anything like it. He's magicked a glass of wine in his hand, and he's and he's leaning back, smirking after he's been told that he's a Taylor Swift. The podcast. Girl. I
1: would just like to point out that that was juice. <laughs> Not wine.
0: The way you're holding that after being called a
1: compliment is one of the best things. I'm Literally, that is what it is. Do you know what it looks like? It's that, it's that DiCaprio thing. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what it is. It's that fucking, that fucking <laughs> Mimi thing.
0: But we're not done yet because at that point, manager Gemma
1: on Pete's side instantly asked if there's any way she could get her kids' tickets. So Phil McIntyre knows Taylor Swift's agent. So Gemma went, oh, do you? Can I get tickets for my kids? That's the first. She stopped the meeting. So
0: relevance completely on the back <laughs> couldn't
1: give a fuck about it she'd actually muted us she hadn't spoken for the entire fucking <laughs> meeting so 15 minutes and he said that and then she's gone <coughs> hi I'm Gemma do you think you could get some tickets for Taylor Swift the guy went so basically, all you need that's to know—that's why I love you, Jim. All you need
0: to know from the first five minutes of this podcast meeting is that we are a bunch of grifters. <laughs> Pete's writing the thing to save a bit of dollar, and, and manager Gemma just wants Taylor Swift tickets from the guy. But we sold loads of tickets, so it's going to be great. Don't worry, because that's only point one, point two. Pete basically had smoke blown up his ass for an hour. He also kept holding his notebook in the air, saying, "This is where all the good ideas were." <laughs> no way. Were you holding your little notepad going, this is where the ideas are, lads. This is where the money's going to be made.
1: I, I I may have done that on occasion. <laughs> Listen, this is what we were talking about. So basically, there's potentially going to be some other tour news coming up soon. So effectively, you know, Phil was talking about when, when are we going to get it across to him and all that sort of stuff. And I said, don't you worry, it's all in here it's all in here oh don't you worry it's all in here we're so shit yeah, because he was no <laughs> because it, <laughs> he was like well because obviously we need to look at the lighting and everything else and I went I've got contingency plans for that <laughs> don't worry it's all in here <laughs> It's all in it, because I know. And then we were talking about we need screens in certain places at bigger venues and different, you know. Don't, it's all in here, Phil. Don't worry about it. I've got this. Uh,
0: Never written a thing for in his
1: life. But, but, to be fair, to be fair to me, all right, Charlotte, you've given him an outline of, of what we previously discussed. And Phil actually went, normally what people do on a podcast store is they just think they can go up on stage and just do a podcast and it's crap. He said, from what I've heard, this is going to be an amazing show. Did he not say that? He did say that, thank you. So he did say, I'm really excited because I've heard this is going to be an amazing show. And I said, Well, don't you want to see what's in here, Phil? All right? You want to, <laughs> s- and you will see what's in here once <coughs> someone has put it on a computer. Because, well, fun.
0: this is the next thing. So.
1: Pete then goes, it's all on this notebook because I don't know how to use a laptop. No, I know how to use a laptop. I just think there's problems with them. So Pete's written it all
0: by hand on a notepad and he's got a meeting lined up next week to have it all transcribed by our producer onto the computer.
1: Well, it just makes... You can... like. (laughs) (laughs) I just find it easier.
0: It's just so cute. It's so sweet. He's got his little, he's written all his notes, pages and pages of notes, but he doesn't know how to use the laptop notepad thing, so he's having to organise a meeting with our producer to get it written all onto a lappy.
1: I bought one of a new notepad specifically for the tour, like a court reporter. Listen, uh, things get lost on laptops. I don't understand them. Oh. so at least this way I know it's there and it's not going anywhere, and it's just easier because, uh, like, I, I as I've done bits, it's, I write different bits in at different time. You can just take it within, oh, like, yeah. It's
0: gonna be so good. I can't wait to see this. Do you know what we're gonna do at live? Sake. We're gonna put <laughs> we're gonna put on the big screens Pete's original like drawings for for, for
1: the show. We've got to have the original Pete Wixes up on the screen and do you know what's bad <laughs> is people think why are they drawings I've actually drawn <laughs> the set that I'd like a rough example of the set and the different bits <laughs> Um, there are diagrams.
0: Our producers are literally going, like, they are holding their hands I need over their to get hearts.
1: To fucking life. <laughs> no, it's brilliant. I'm one sad, sad sack of and shit. And remember, if it shits, it was Pete. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? Like, people listening to podcasts will know that I like a little bit of structure. <laughs> Sam is just chaotic. I like okay. to wing it. Yeah. So I have um, allowed for that in the tour um, because Sam will literally just be turning up. <laughs> and then Sam will be Sam and uh, you know I've I've asked specifically for a headpiece an earpiece because I'm going to need to know timing (laughs) no well, because each of the sections that I've got, I've got different timings. This is because, so
0: good. Because the trine- are you going to tell me? You're going to be like, sorry, Sam, but we actually need to move this on.
1: Yeah, I'm going to give you like a little <laughs> wink, which is wrap it up now. Um, <laughs> but I'm allowing you different. You know, some of it is left a little bit blank because it just allows for Sam, yeah, and, yeah. and that and that actually is what is wrote in the tour, allow for Sam um, <laughs> for you to just go off on your little tangent, uh, tangent. Sorry, and all. Oh my god. Why are you wearing the shirt of Zara's face on it? All right. Well, this is going to sound weird to most people, and probably you now. But oh, I was at your house whilst you was at work.
0: Ah, oh, great. Ah, <laughs> oh, it was always going to happen at some point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. With- Daily Mail. You know that's exactly the Daily Mail. Literally, are going to cut off everything he says after that. Yep.
1: <laughs> With Zara. Oh, great. Um. Uh. Whilst you were in Manchester. Because means oh, I was out the out the city as well. <laughs> yeah, you're in a different postcode, so that makes it fine. <laughs> um, but you know this because we were facetiming you. So Zara, I get there. The
0: screenshots <laughs> I've just seen of Pete chauffeuring Zara around in her
1: shirt. In your, in your car. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst bit. I'm chauffeuring your girlfriend around in a shirt with her face on whilst driving in your car because you're out the way. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, but, yeah, no, me and I had a job together, and part of the job, which um, you'll see very soon, was that she wanted me to wear the shirt from, from Strictly. I wasn't socially wearing it, all right? As ever, I don't do anything unless I'm contractually obliged or paid. Did, so I did was anyone paid. see
0: you in the shirt? out of the
1: public did anyone go
0: oh that's Pete Wicks oh my shirt
1: yes and then they went oh that's Zara (laughs) because Zara was obviously with me so yeah it was weird it was awkward it wasn't that much fun and we didn't have our regular videographer Ted because um, obviously because we pay him so much he's taken three months off to just fucking do whatever he wants to do in New York or LA or whatever he wants to do so we had a different videographer but obviously he's turned up and I imagine he thought I don't understand this dynamic here (laughs) really? Yeah, I, I, well, I mean, imagine it's a bit weird. I got there and he was already sat at the table, obviously, like you know, with Zara. And I've walked in, just started, like you know, getting a drink out of the fridge like I lived there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I lived there, put on a shirt with her face on. And I, 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 I imagine at some point you thought, I thought Sam went out with her. <laughs> you know what I mean? I literally, because I'm at your house so much, I literally just roll up, don't I? Um, Do you know what my favourite part of this whole thing is?
0: Is that I? It's like Pete is the second wife, because I, on the way back, after this morning happened, right? Because this was on the, when I was in Manchester, I was doing this live link for this morning. It was a very exciting time for everyone involved. And, uh, well, for me. And I called Zara and Pete straight up and how did I do? <laughs> and Pete literally went, I thought you were great, mate. It was all good. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, don't look at Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it was- it was, it was a bloodbath! <laughs>
1: um, no, you were very good. But, you know, there's a Labrador energy, it's just do, should should Labradors be presenting TV? <laughs> Mate, I think that's the point. Hey, sh- I've seen some of, the, some of the, the, the press. No, it wasn't actually bad. Sam likes to do this, Sam likes to make out that it's the worst thing that's ever happened in the world, and actually, I think there was probably one bad comment, and the rest were that you were fucking great. I'll tell you what wasn't great though, is the jumper you were wearing. <laughs> that was bad. ITV you, you specifically and this is what what I love we look at Sam now right Sam is dressed like he's just finished his gap year um however he does this morning so what does Sam do he goes out and buys himself a lovely bit of knitwear and a pair of loafers I because just he wants because right. he wants to a, he wants to look right for the new demographic of this morning listeners you want to appeal to your new demographic honestly i saw the little loafers you had on <laughs> you little, little loafers and you put some little chinos on yeah. you had a nice bit of knitwear just slightly wrong up, yeah, it was nice and ch- But it was very daytime TV, it was very daytime TV. I couldn't understand if it was you or Dermot O'Leary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then I heard you present, and I thought, That's not Dermot. Did I read you
0: uh, ITV this
1: morning <laughs> flooded with complaints over Sam
0: Thompson? No, debut. this morning viewers divided <laughs> Sam Thompson and Wired.
1: Oh, mate, have another finger.
0: (laughs) No, I don't want one.
1: Oh, all right, I'm going to have one because this is Birmingham Live. (laughs) Birmingham Live. We've got 6,000 fucking seats over there. (laughs) (laughs) ITV This Morning. There's people trying to fucking return their seats now. I've wrote a fucking great fucking tour and a great show. I've put a lot of fucking blood, sweat and tears into it and you fucked it from one appearance on This Morning. (laughs) ITV This Morning fans have had the
0: the same complaint as Sam Thompson starts new job on the (laughs) programme. Was it about the jumper? <laughs> Wait, here we go. Let's find out. Of course they've got Sam Thompson on this morning. <laughs> Wait, that wasn't too bad. Um, I did get a few tweets being like, Sam Thompson needs to uh, calm the... But much like this podcast, actually, uh, needs to stop shouting. Yeah. So I seem to love shouting when doing live TV. I um, you were actually presenting with a guy that um, I've had dinner with, Doctor Scott. Yeah, Dr. lovely Scott. bloke, really nice guy. Yeah, yeah you know jacked. Um, because he said he knew you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really, really cool guy. Check I that. am going to quickly talk about my this morning's thing because I I'm, no, please, I'm quite proud of it. So I go up there, right, and Manchester, Manchester. Where was it? Arndale? It's the Arndale Centre. Yes, yeah, the Arndale Centre, and um, I have never been so nervous in my life. There's no auto cue.
1: It's just remember it. It's just literally you're going to do three live links. Remember it, which is a uh, and for anyone listening, will know that that is a problem because uh, having done this podcast every week for the past uh, over a year, and probably nearly eighteen months now, Sam still doesn't understand what the intro is the same one we do every week it, so so literally you get given this script and they go
0: right ego mate and we're going to do a run through now and you're literally like oh my fucking god I'm with the big boys here like I'm in
1: the big leagues were you, were you, were you, did you have your sleeves rolled up were you carrying around the, the, the script in your back pocket and that do you know what I was Roll, holding it and i rolled it up I'd rolled, rolled it up, up, yeah, I'd rolled up the script and at one point did you go oh this is a lot
0: I did
1: yeah. I, I started, so, it's so I started fucking
0: using it as a megaphone how the fuck did you know that because
1: I just know you that's so I weird I just know you and, mate that's really freaky I just know you <laughs> That's exactly the same thing. I go around and I'm
0: like, we're in Manchester.
1: Yeah. It's just such a uh, Sam Thompson thing to do that, isn't it?
0: But, so I, so, I I walk in, we're, we're immediately doing run throughs and stuff like that, right? You've got the earpiece in, but yeah, I can't, I don't really have, no understand how to figure out the earpiece. It kept on falling out, and I was like, I don't really understand what's going on, but it's, I didn't want to ask because I've got weird ears. I want I do, I've got tiny ears, but I didn't want to seem like I'd never done something like that. You
1: this actually before. have got really small, it's like a little doormat.
0: So, I basically said, to, I, so, I, so I was just like, you yeah, know, it's fine, it's, it's meant to be like falling out of like this, it's absolutely fine. So, I, I was okay with that. And then what was really cool is I got to meet the experts because when you do this morning, you, they, you you've obviously got all of that like, you've got the head of fashion which um, was Lisa Snowden she's lovely who, I'm a big fan of Lisa as well like she's flipping cool I don't say flipping well I'll swear on the show she's fucking cool so she was in charge of style and fashion in the Arndale Centre then on your right you had Dr. <coughs> Scott who was looking after pets so you'd like people from Manny would like come down and they'd like bring sorry their...
1: Sam's been to Manchester once and it's people from Manny <laughs> yeah, yeah me and yeah. the guys from Manny no 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 me and I... the Manny crew yeah yeah, yeah okay.
0: me and me Manchester really hit it off, hey, to be fair. The and Manny crew at the Arnie. Someone brought a rabbit down. And Doctor Scott was like, was like checking heartbeats and doing like really sort of like just very heartbeats? warm, was fuzzy. Was that the things. problem? There was more than one beat. Well, he was just he had his like his, his things on that he was like checking heartbeats with stethoscope. Stethoscope, that's the one. And then he was checking out dogs and all that kind of stuff. So he was outside what, doing see that. How many heartbeats there? And then we had the doctor. We had Doctor Nagat who was there talking about rashes and stuff like that.
1: Did you show him yours?
0: I actually did ask. I said I've got a rash, yeah. and it was one of my jokes actually. That I was like, oh, I've got one of those rashes and then i looked at the camera and i don't have one of those rashes and i was like that's quite a funny
1: thing. i know yeah that's a really that is for this morning
0: yeah enjoy that, your toast is, but this is what happened so basically i had to go in my opening link and I, i'll stop talking about it in a sec no i this in my opening link i had to basically jump off the top of this sort of like raised platform <coughs> in the middle of, of like this square outside the arndell center so the guy goes right so what you can do is you're going to rem- remember your lines for one you're going to jump down and be like Hello and good eye from down under. I was like, right, okay, I can do that. And then you've got to walk while talking to the camera round to the co- round to the brass band, talk to the brass band, and then walk from the band over to the coffee stand, pick up a coffee, Whilst talking to the camera still, and then this is the hard bit. I had to basically go up to Lisa Snowden, do a little bit of one-on-one with her, then find Dr. Scott, do a bit of one-on-one with him, then move on to Dr. Nagat, Talk, and then I brought in the rash chat. And so I panicked to that point. I went, oh, I've gone too hard for daytime TV here. Like, I don't have a rash. So that sort of, like, lowered the tone a little bit. And I heard Josie Gibson in my ear go, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, sweet, because she was back in London live. And then I, I tried to find... Alice Beer, if you ever met Alice Beer, she's Queen of Consumers. And so I couldn't, she was like quite a long way away. So I ran at her. I ran at lovely Alice Beer going, the Queen of Consumers meets the King of the Jungle. And she looked at me and went, yeah. I then, in my second link, did a roly-poly onto the sofa. And I looked at Twitter after that and go, I've smashed this. I literally looked at Twitter after I went, back to you, London. <laughs> just goes, thank you, Sam. And I went, whoa, brought out my phone, looked at Twitter and goes, Did Sam Thompson do a fucking roly poly onto the sofa? What a bell end. <laughs> I genuinely thought I'd smashed it. And it was just, yeah, it was uh it was it was a baptism by fire, but
1: I loved every second of it. I mean, there's so much to take in there. And there is so much to uh, digest. But Pete, I, I did morning telly. I know. And I actually am very proud of you and I think you did very well. Do you reckon we can do it? Not we? At what point do you think when someone goes, and now I just want you to jump off a box and do a roly poly across the sofa? And I'll go, fuck yourself, mate. I feel like the viewer would probably prefer that to me. (laughs) Like (laughs) I'm not entirely sure daytime TV is is the one for me. I feel like we could probably take over the world of TV. I've got to say, it
0: it felt like one of those moments where you're literally, I can't believe I'm here. So that was on Monday.
1: That was on the Monday, yeah. So it's now Friday. So when's your next one?
0: So my next one is actually already filmed. It was VT. Amazing. Was yesterday, and they sent me to the balloon
1: museum. Yeah, the balloon, the the, balloon museum. What was that? It was popping.
0: Yeah, that's what I said. I made that joke. I made that joke. I went, it's going to be popping. And then I went, I hope I don't blow it. Whee. <laughs> yeah. Because um, you've got to do those really like, whee. Oh, I feel like that's very daytime TV, so I um, wrote them in myself. Oh, you? Did, yeah, you I wrote them in, yeah. Fucking hell. So basically, I looked at the camera. God, I should have got you on the tour with fucking humour like that. I, I I looked in the camera and I went, you know, when I think of balloons, I think of birthdays. All right, cool. So you two, actually, you are now <laughs>
1: part of the This Morning Team.
0: Only for a month. <laughs> initially we're based, doing a trial month I
1: was just about to say you're on probation I'm on
0: probation yeah okay alright wonderful one day I want to host the sofa
1: yeah I think you'd be good on the sofa I think you just you should probably just learn to sit on it rather than like diving on it and roly-poly and all that sort of crap but who would your dream co-host be Zara oh that would be good actually you and Zara would be like yeah that'd be quite good that'd she's very great. daytime to be honest with you actually <laughs> this sounds awful because Zara's going to be like really Josie <laughs> I would love to do it Josie Wow. (laughs) Josie's so cool. Well, to be fair, if you do do it with Josie, it gives me and Zara some more time at home. (laughs) (laughs) The other dream job which we announced last week, the NTA. Yes. Which is obviously a big thing after last year. We are now the official red carpet hosts. Have you seen the headlines about that this week? I have. Okay. And it honestly made me climax. But I'm going to tell you some of the headlines that we haven't got here. Sam Thompson lands huge presenting role with Pete Wicks. Nah, shut up. That's not it. King of the Jungle lands huge presenting role with Pete Wicks. <laughs> with Best Friend. Yeah, that actually, that's a, I didn't even get named in some of them. Sam Thompson lands huge presenting role with Best Friend. And then everyone actually goes, "Oh, it must be Tony. Oh. <laughs> No, no, it's not. But, no, do you want to... You, you do this little bit then, mate, because this is quite a big thing for you. It is your nemesis.
0: Well, 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 Mr. Kemp. Uh, all I have to say is look how the table... table's a-turned. That's French for look how the tables have turned. Ah, uh, no, it's not. <laughs> that is, it's what I believe to be French for the tables have t- half turned. I think you're just saying tables have turned with a little bit of an accent. Uh, let me just get the uh, The tables have up. turned. Sa- All right, Sam Thompson, MTAs. Oh, I thought you me. were
1: Googling how to say the tables have turned.
0: No need to say Pete on that one. Here we go.
1: The tables have turned.
0: Sam Thompson and Pete Wicks take over a huge TV role from Roman Kemp. Mm. Shame.
1: Because because Roman's moved up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so actually, we haven't taken over from him at all, I don't think.
0: Roman sat here. So I, if you're, you know a,
1: Basically, a, Roman didn't want
0: it. if you're an avid listener of this show, you'll know that um my nemesis in this industry is and will always be Mr. Roman Kemp. It's quite a bold nemesis because he's very far ahead of me. But you know, you gotta shoot for the stars. And he actually came on this very podcast and basically just went. Wait, what did he say? He was like, he was like, well, I'm probably just going to take this podcast now, mate. I quite fancy it. Well, now we've taken something from you, if you wanted it. The <laughs> NTA's red carpet.
1: I'm pretty sure that when the NTAs were thinking, who do we want to host the red carpet? I imagine we, we were quite far down that list. <laughs> um, I can't imagine we were the first choice, if I'm honest with you, because there's some great people out there, and then there's us. So... I think it's something i sure. I think we're probably the best people to do it. I mean, you do remember what happened last year. I thought we were really good.
0: I genuinely thought we smashed it, and we're going to smash it again. And do you know what as well? Do you, know what I, do you know what I love? I love it. There was there was someone who, who again, I got another message going, you guys are the next out of debt. Yeah. They come sporadically. When they come, I do save them.
1: Yeah, they do come sporadically. We've had four this year, <laughs> people who have compared us. Um, three of those were Sam and different TV shows. Do you know what I've done, by the way? Oh, my God, actually... They'll probably
0: have received it by now. I've written them a letter. Oh my God. <laughs> I've written in a Deck a letter. I'm absolutely disgusted. <laughs> Just to thank them for the jungle experience. Sam I got told it was it was like it was an okay thing to do. I asked someone who was kind of close to them and I was like, It's okay if I write them a letter. you? Yeah, I don't see any harm in it.
1: Yeah, I don't see any harm in it. I won't give it to them though. <laughs> if no, I makes-
0: sent it to their place of home. They're police of home. They're police of home. <laughs> sent it. Yeah. No, no, sorry, to Ant and Deck.
1: Oh, no, it's probably their office then, isn't it? Well, yeah, because they don't live together. Yeah. They don't live together with their fucking like, partners and kids and stuff. Do you know what I mean? They don't live in one big commune. <laughs> you fucking sent it to their home. Like, the, the room is. Right, okay, so you've sent Ant and Deck a letter, yeah. you've sent fan mail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me. <mate. laughs> like, uh, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> You've sent fan mail. It's absolutely wild. Like what, just
0: when you think you've made it into that little sort of like echelon, of you've things. just
1: taken yourself back down. It's like you you've reached that upper level of being there, and you've just you've just nose-dived back down to the fucking gutter with me. What are you? What did it say? I don't even know if I want to know. I can't fully remember. It was quite long. Oh it my like, god! It like, do you know is it what to do? or handwritten? Handwritten. Oh my god! I've seen your. handwriting.
0: <laughs> wait, wait! Handwriting. Why is everyone disgusted by
1: that? I've seen your handwriting.
0: I do you know. What, I actually apologized for my handwriting in
1: the letter, because they were thinking, "God, it's a great letter, but the handwriting."
0: Yeah, um, I, went, I went. I'm. I'm so sorry for the handwriting. Please, on, weirdly, actually, on the other side of the card, did you PTO it? No, no, because it's like a big card. What's on the card? Oh, it's a Harry Potter one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one that I've been sent at home that I had for ages. I think it was Hedwig. And also I said to, not dear.
1: To ant and deck at your home of place.
0: I actually remember I actually remember the first the first sentence.
1: Right, please give us the first sentence. This is possibly one of the most tragic things I've ever heard.
0: Well, it's not at all. I just wanted to start this letter off by saying thank you and how, no how grateful I am for the opportunity that you gave me. Yeah. Okay, half of the room is happy with that, and the other half is is disgusted. I actually listened to that as well. I went, they said, "Well, I'm now just sort of giving it all away." But I said, "I went, they say never meet your heroes, but I'm so glad I did."
1: Oh Jesus! Yeah, but it's true. They're my they're my heroes, and they were the loveliest lads. But you know what's mad is I've never met anyone with more heroes than you. Because when Tony Bellew came in, he was your hero. When Marvin came in, he was your hero. I think everyone you've ever met has been a hero I've been of yours.
0: very lucky to be surrounded, that's a very good point, by people that I fucking love.
1: It's just wild behaviour. Wild behaviour. <laughs> Pete, do
0: you want to know something? No. No. You're my hero.
1: Yeah. It doesn't mean anything now. <laughs> 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 because it doesn't mean fuck all cool to me. Um, <laughs> on that fucking bombshell, I think we should move on to... Your um, wh-
0: footwear is fucking atrocious. Right, uh,
1: listen, whilst so basically, we've just had a little stop because we've been told we've been overrun. And I said, well, no, we've still got a few points to get through and I like to get through things. So they've just all then spent five minutes taking the piss out of me. Well what looks these like are, he's wearing hooves. These are an iconic, iconic shoe. These are Wallabies, all right? They are Clark's oh. Originals. Well, are they going to correct your instep as well? <laughs> Ha, ha, ha. I don't appreciate this. Um, look
0: at them. Show them to the camera. Don't be a little.
1: They're Clark's originals. Look at them. But I've got these in the boot form today. Look at them. Um, if you, well, funny enough, this ties. Okay, at them. Sam, my ankle. I'm not the. <laughs> look at that, <laughs> Sam. Oh. Sam, that's... I'm not the exorcist, mate. Like it doesn't twist round. It's don't an it ankle. That way, not it? No, it... <laughs> but you don't need to twist it. You're not driving with it. <laughs> Put it down. Just hold it up. <laughs> well, what are we doing with but
0: this? Look how, look how little it is. And it's so. Quite, it looks like if, if you ever get in an argument with Pete, he'd come and clippity-cloppity over there and just sort of like,
1: he'd, he'd trot on over there and really show you what for with his hooves. Well, I've had a lot of abuse uh, this year so far based on my <laughs> outfit choices. And this is actually ties in quite well because people noticed that I wasn't wearing black. I have gone back to black in a, a post that I put All up. Oh, the pink jumper number, absolutely beautiful. And the pink shoes are wallabies. They are these, but in pink. They're exactly the same shoe in pink. I bought these in five colours. <gasps> oh my god, it's a bit much. <laughs> How do you help? They're very comfortable and they're iconic. Pete Wicks. All right. And listen, and, and and listen. Everyone in this room is looking at me like I'm uh, absolutely nuts. I know full well that people listening to this podcast will know exactly what Clark's Originals Wallabies are, and will go, "That is an iconic shoe." They were actually a lot of people used to wear these to raves back in the day. They were school shoes for a lot of people back in the day. They, I'm telling you, these are, these are, don't laugh at me. These are a quality piece of fucking footwear.
0: Do they put your foot on that contraption and, and, and move the, move the meter down? Anyway. Wait, right. No, we're not done. Okay, we're um, still going. All right. Excellent. What I love about Pete's Instagram is, is anything that's out of the <laughs> ordinary. It, Pete gets more comments on his Instagram than I get. And I try so hard. Pete wears a bit of colour, 700 comments. Like, just a bit of colour. Just a pink jumper. People are all over it. Oh, you look... Shall I read some of them? And uh, this is just me, just out of nowhere, just having a look.
1: Oh, dear. Anyway, so so while Sam looks through the comments of, of everyone just deciding... Well, there's me going, you look absolutely stunning in your colour. <laughs> um, whilst, whilst everyone abuses me for my fucking school shoes. Well,
0: aren't you know? a colourful joy, someone says. <laughs> Looking fly, Pete. Reminds me of my electric blue wallabies. I love them. You so rock the jumper, and wow, just love the pink shoes. Style right there. I had these shoes in the 80s. (laughs) There you go. Cool jumper, bro. (laughs) you enjoying yourself? Why do I suddenly think he's now my friend? See, that's what's so weird. Pete wears a shade of pink and everyone suddenly thinks he's a lovely bloke. (laughs) How weird is that?
1: It was a really nice jumper. I don't understand. And again, um, uh, they had a really lovely bit of knitwear they've got uh, in in, in the new bit of of acne. So I bought a few uh, lovely jumpers. Do you know what I really like about Pete as well?
0: I feel like he's really trying to tell us something. It's like when someone's trying to tell you something subliminally, right? And I feel like we just need to really be there for Pete. I think he's trying to say, I want to be happier and more smiley. So I'm going to start wearing more colour. But then, like, he gets knocked back and he's back in black. Do you know what I mean? We've got to get him back into his pink era,
1: we've got to pull him into his colour era. I feel like you've all overthought this, much like the people in the comments. I just quite like the jumper and thought I'd tie it in with the shoes. <laughs> that was kind of that was just kind of the, the thought process I'd for me. i tie it in with the shoes. Anyway, so we are going to have to wrap up. No, just, I'm
0: not done. But
1: just really quickly, other things that have happened this week, and this is going to be a good one after today, after your stories which went on. Our producer, Charlotte, do you know this, has got a, an Excel spreadsheet with a story tracker. And the story tracker is for you just to make sure that you don't repeat the same stories over and over again. Shut up. Um, so she genuinely got. So today you would have wrote, told her this morning story. Told her this no story way. because you repeat yourself. <laughs> do you want? So so because your stories just just like get regurgitated. She has to not her d- d- note down what they we told are. the LA one. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the LA, like do you know what I mean? Like they have to be noted down so that we don't repeat them. <laughs> That's so, um, so Sam has got his own story tracker, which is amazing. Um, <laughs> and lastly, tickets for the Sam 11th tour. There aren't many left. There are some, I think, in Dublin and. I think that's it. Like maybe one or two, singularly. So if you do go with your friends, you just have to sit separately. But don't worry, because it's a great show. Even if I do say so myself. <laughs> <laughs> However, because the ticket thing went mad, and this is what I find a really like, just this is mental in my eyes. We now have a ticket scam. <laughs> so our ticket, th- there are black market tickets for staying relevant. People are selling fake, fake tickets. I oh, know they're not to stay relevant. So be careful. Well, don't you... buy them. Well, obviously. <laughs> I don't think they needed to be told that. No, Sorry, the point uh, I'm, sorry making... I'm not promoting it. Go, go and get them. <laughs> go and get the fake tickets that you won't get in with. No, so go and make sure you get them from all the relevant places, which will, you will find on uh, Instagram and all the other Yeah, crap. don't get scammed. Well, obviously. I don't think anyone goes, do you know what I want to do today? <sighs> Fancy getting scammed. No, but you know what I mean? Just like be wary. So, yeah, so, so that is um, that's also happening. But that kind of makes us really fucking relevant. It really does. And I was on this morning. I don't know if I'd mentioned it before. Um, just, sorry, we'll just check the tracker. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's been mentioned. Why don't you, um, tell everyone to fuck off? Because we've got things to do. No, that's you, tells people to fuck off. All right, fuck
0: off. No, 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 don't say it like that. Say it politely. Okay, uh, fuck off please. We love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Whether it's on a Friday, a Sunday, a Monday.
1: Oh, fuck that one, haven't you? It's a Monday, Thursday, Thursday. a Friday and a Sunday. Why would you do it not in in, in, order? I don't know. I panic. Whether
0: it's a Monday, a Thursday,
1: a Friday or a Sunday. You're going to leave it there. Thank you for listening to Staying Relevant with the King of the Jungle and me, Pete fucking Wicks. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Staying Relevant, TikTok and Snapchat. That's it from us. See you soon. Yeah,
0: we love you so much. Please don't go anywhere because we're loving doing this. It's really, really
1: fun. Uh, Also, rate, review, and do all that stuff because we love it when you do that. Oh, yeah,
0: leave reviews. (laughs) Say things.
1: We actually love reading. I actually do read the the reviews because they're quite funny. (laughs) Oh, they're fucking jokes. They're some really good I bet they're all mugging meat off, aren't they? No, no, no. It's completely... The tables have turned. Yeah! Yeah, the tables have turned. It used to just be Sam's awful. I wish Pete would do it on his own. Now it's turned into I just love Sam. I love Sam. I love Sam. I love Sam. The other guy's fine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> He's applicable.
1: Yeah, the other <laughs> the, the other guy sort of makes up the numbers. Insanity Group.